just me. A place to be me, where you get to experience life. Life is a journey, not a guided tour. If you want the rainbow, you have to go through the rain. Welcome back. Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy New Year. 2023. So with every new year comes the idea and the topic conversation of New Year's resolutions. And um, New Year's resolutions is a very um, westernized concept. But overall, what it is seeking to do is help you reflect back on some of the things that you have done in the past year, what you would like to change, what you would like to improve, or what you would like to keep consistent in order to continue to strive to live for the best you. Um, But with that being said, a lot of times we make these um, ambitious or impulsive New Year's resolutions, and it can be very self-negating when we don't follow through or when we don't get to see accomplishments within our New Year's resolutions. So when we think about New Year's resolutions, some examples that I've had in the past are, (laughs) I'm going to exercise every day, whether it means go to the gym or even do something um, on my couch with the the weights. I'm just going to exercise every day. It sounds amazing right after I have recuperated from New Year's Eve, okay? Um, Another goal that I've said is I'm going to eat healthy. I haven't put anything. I'm going to drink some more water. (laughs) I'm going to be more intentional about um, protecting my peace or protecting my space. But a lot of times when we make these New Year's resolutions and these goals, we're doing it from a very impulsive part of our brain and our thought concepts. We want change to happen immediately. We want it to, we can see the end result. We want the end result. So therefore we'll make a blanket statement and we're going to follow it. And it's going to carry us until the next January 1st. Mm. But then life starts happening. Yeah. And then the job wants a little more of your time. Your children want a little more of your time. Your spouse, partner, your family just needs a little more of your time. And then we began to lose the grip of our resolution and our goal. And then that kind of sends us into this negative self-talk, self-defeating thoughts, like, dang, I told myself I wasn't going to do this. And then that kind of perpetuates that entire cycle of negative self-talk or even projecting how we feel onto others. Like, you're the reason why I can't eat healthy, because you never fix nothing. That's healthy. But, you know, you didn't. You left out the fact that you just ate two bags of Doritos on your way to the job. So, what we're going to talk about today are why people set New Year's resolutions, the pros and cons of New Year's resolutions, and some examples of New Year's resolutions, or techniques to get to New Year's resolutions, how it can be a little more effective, a lot more effective, so that we stop tearing ourselves down when we have these ambitious plans and be more realistic, set ourselves up for success instead of failure. Ms. Tracy, Ms. Sharina, what y'all got? Well, as far as me, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, when I first started doing it, like they usually last to like February or March, you know. That was what you the know, research said. I don't really get that 
oh, I never really, um, or did you just completely forget about it? Like totally forget about it. And like you said, what about eating healthy or drinking water? That's when usually the sodas go on sale for buy one, get eight free for 99 cents. You know, you know? God, I never thought about so that. Like they it, no, they count on it, people it becomes, to fail with New Year's resolutions. It a challenge there, you know. So me and resolutions, it was like suck light. So um, it kind of evolved for me from going from resolutions to vision boards. And then so I know we're going to talk a little bit about it. You know, kudos for those that can make the resolutions and keep them for the entire year. But normally it's less like lip service. So I got better things in my time and my lips mm-hmm. than make resolutions that I know that I am not going to keep like for an entire year. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I agree with um Tracy and Sasha. You know, we all have good intentions. As it relates to setting New Year's resolutions, because it's a new year and we want to start something new. We want to change. So, yes, just like society um, want us to do and how we like to follow one another. Yes, we start setting these New Year's resolutions and not really thinking them through. So mine would be, okay, I'm not going to curse, and I'm not going to yell. And that same day, <laughs> that afternoon, like you say, life, ha- life happens, and then I'm yelling. And it's almost like from there, that New Year's resolution, well, that New Year's resolution, that specific thing, is going out the door. So we have to be very mindful as it relates to what we tell ourselves, as it relates to making these New Year's resolutions. But I do believe that the majority of people, they do this um, because a new year is sometimes a new you. Oh, it's almost like everything has and is in the past. I don't have to worry about it anymore. But you come into that new year, new year, your behavior is coming to that new year. And I think we don't realize that. And I think too, when we say it, like even making the statement is so rigid, we don't have any flexibility in it. So when you just say like, well, I'm not going to curse anymore, like, but you're going to get angry sometime. And if cursing was your coping mechanism or your stress relief, then when you put yourself face to face with it, and again, when you slip up. You start doing that negative self-talk and now I'm a failure, so why? And again, you get challenged at the things that you say. All right, let me see if you're really going to. Somebody's going to press those buttons all the time. You know, some some outfit going to come out and you're going to have to do this so to lose weight to get it or gain weight to fit it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just wild when it comes to it. You got to give yourself some flexibility, a lot of flexibility in it because a lot of times they're just too rigid. Yeah, and change yeah. is a process. So you just can't change overnight. And people feel from December the 31st to January the 1st, they're ready to make that change. But that is that is what they set themselves up because it's a process. It takes preparation. Good job. And if we don't prepare ourselves one day, one 24-hour change is not going to sustain long-term changes and long-term improvements. And start saying stuff like, ain't no sense of me making them because I don't keep them nowhere. And because you can go back and look. After past years, I never kept this one, this one, or this one. So 
I'm not even going to do one this year because mm-hmm. I never keep. So we are going to. So what are some pros about New Year's resolutions? Why do we know why people do them? Because seeking to be a better them. But what are some positives about setting New Year's resolutions? Because we've talked about some of the pitfalls. What are the positives? I like it. I mean, it, you put yourself in a position to change. You get to look over and reevaluate, reset, and you set a goal. So it's still a goal setting, but again, it's just be mindful of what you're saying. Because <laughs> um, it, it a lot of work comes with it, and I think give a lot of thought, like you said, when we actually do it just by saying it. And you have to do a little bit more than just saying and speaking. I think when we get into like, of the vision boards and different things like that. Speaking something like, you know, that's why we talk about journaling. Mm-hmm. So when you write it down and you repeat something over and over and you have visuals, it does more to the brain than just say, oh, I'm going to drink water. And that's just a thought. It's something you put out there and nothing. You have no accountability for it. But when you start, like when you get into like vision boards, at least you have a visual. Your mind gets to see what your mouth said mm-hmm. opposed to you just speaking it out in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Oh, another pro is that you're giving yourself permission to start something different. So you're actually allowing yourself to entertain something that's hopefully positive and you can benefit from it. And also knowing you can. So that really opens the door for a whole lot of opportunities as it relates to, as people would think, getting better at something or or doing more positive things to help enhance something within themselves on a positive manner. But just the idea of knowing that I want to do something different and it's going to benefit me, I think that's a pro. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It also proves you're not stagnant. Yeah. And if we're stagnant, then there's less opportunity for growth and improvement. Correct. So, absolutely. Okay. But then if, even if you only make it 22 days out the whole year, little by little, maybe mm-hmm. next year you make 23. There you, you know? go. There you go. <laughs> 22 and a half. It was a half a day. I didn't cuss yeah, that yeah. entire 22 and a half days. Oh, half word. <laughs> <laughs> so that small change makes a difference. It does. Yeah. It does. So... We kind of discussed some of the the cons, the negatives of setting these New Year resolutions. But more specifically, what are some of the pitfalls of people setting the New Year's resolutions and it not going the way that they had envisioned? Um, I know one con is that it's too big. Mm-hmm. It's too broad. No self-monitoring. So basically, they will sometimes make these goals within themselves, but there's no accountability or no one to help you um, stay on course as it relates to fulfilling whatever that goal is. Another thing is lack of planning. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, okay. I am not going to yell anymore. So what are some of the things I'm going to do different in order to not yell anymore? So you have to plan when it comes to receiving outcomes and positive outcomes. Mm -hmm. So um, basically lack of planning. 
Another thing is overconfidence. Oh, you know, I can do this, honey. Uh, you know, I can go to the gym every day for an hour. I can do this. That's that's more about it. Child, the, the energy and the ambition and the stuff, just the the adrenaline pumping through my veins on January 1st. It just, it's like an explosion. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. I can do this. It's the first day of the new year. <sighs> but where does that come from? I mean, from December 31st to January the 1st, where does this confidence all of a sudden come from? It's usually, I'm not even going to lie, it's usually what I'm doing on New Year's Eve that makes me just want to jumpstart that automatic change. It, it, it could be indulging in, in well, adult beverages. It could be. <laughs> it could be that. It could be me maybe not watching the draw, um, the ball drop, and just kind of going to sleep at home. And I'm like, dang, this can't be life. I got to do something different next year. It could be a couple of different things. It could be maybe a heartbreak happened between December 31st and January 1st, and I'm in Correct. there crying. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> life happens. Yes. Yeah. So January 1st, I'm like, yeah. Yes. And, and I have talked to a lot of people and they would say just being, in, you know, last year was just a rough year. And mm-hmm. so I'm emotionally drained as it relates to all the things that happened. But this year, I, I, it's almost like everything just goes away. But you know what? Actually, as you're saying that, one of the things that um, psychologists have researched is that New Year's resolutions are very impulsive and they're based on our immediate gratification. Correct. And so between December 31st and January 1st, I say that I'm going to make that change. It's an immediate gratification. I have said it, so therefore it has happened. How realistic is that? It's not, but I'm thinking with my impulsive oh, brain. Oh, okay. So it's satisfied. It's, it's doing what it's going to do. Okay. I want that change immediate. We as human beings want immediate gratification. Mm-hmm. I need something now. So therefore, if I say it's going to happen now, and that's where we set ourselves up for failure. But you know what the problem is with that? Hmm. We have to give up something mm-hmm. to get to where we need to go. And I don't think love cake. when we make it. We don't think it all the way yeah. You don't think about, you say you're going to go to the gym. You're not thinking about the weather changes because when it's snow, when it's ice and you're like, oh, I'm not going to go because I don't want to drive. Then you miss mm-hmm. one day, two days, then you all offset because when you go back, it's really going to hurt. Yeah. Or you go to this one gym because yeah. it's free membership and there's too many people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go in the morning. I'm going to go after work. Then you get too tired because mm-hmm. the work day was too long. Ooh, and then you're back is, to now. She I'm is not. reading me. She <laughs> is reading me. Woo! She is reading me. Okay. Okay. Come on. Keep going. So how do you get from a resolution to a vision board? (laughs) Right. So there are so many ways of developing these new and improved behaviors that we seek out. I I hesitate to say resolution because it has such a negative connotation. So (laughs) there, like Miss Tracy said, there are vision boards. There are, there's journaling. There is um, maybe speaking to your spiritual higher power in a different way, attending church. Um, what else? What are some other techniques of setting up those new be- newfound behaviors? I said, if you speak on a vision board, the word, because I did, I did a couple of things. Like I, I migrated from vision boards to like now I do a word. 
So I pick a word like one year, my word was discipline. Mm-hmm. And for discipline, I want to be disciplined in all areas of my life. So I find a word, I find synonyms for the word. So I can <laughs> accordingly, <laughs> when it applies to different areas like discipline in my finance and education or my job health wise and what it means to me. And then I kind of combine it with a vision board and I put it on a board so I have a visual because it's something about the brain. When you see it, it triggers and it has mm-hmm. value. So when I walk past, I go in a certain room every day and I know what that word is. So I'm going to try to apply it in my life that day. So um, this year it's fire. So today I'm more like a flicker, flicker, flicker. I'm not on fire right now. So even coming in and I'm looking and writing like, oh my God. So now I have to apply fire to my life in this situation. As as down as I might be feeling, I need to find the fire to bring it back up. Mm-hmm. So that's my challenge within myself to do it. Y'all looking like, okay, no, we're going to bring it. Well, no, I have to challenge myself because I said that's what I'm going to do. And I can go from a flicker to a flame, you know, like that. So, but that vision and that visual that you have, again, the, the, the nam- dynamics of the brain when it sees those things now is important to me mm. because when I walked out the door, I saw fire. And if I have to put a picture of a flame on the wall, I know what it means to me. You might not understand it, mm-hmm. but my walk this year is to be on fire in all areas. So if I'm slowing down, I got to step, I got to step up my game and what that fire looks like. You know, one year was obedience and that was a hard year. <laughs> that was a hard year. <laughs> But yeah, I have, yeah, or... you know, you have to apply it. And, yeah. you know, I believe that those challenges come to see if I'm a I'm a person of my word to myself, because mm-hmm. if I'm not true to myself, I can't be the truth to anybody else. Mm-hmm. So that's just. So. Hey. <laughs> so with that word, you know, I was just listening to you as you were talking about that. Do you think that is. That one word can allow you to be more focused versus sometimes with vision boards, people have so much up there. But that word that you use, you can just ride that all the time. Mm -hmm. And you can connect a lot of things to that word versus a vision board. You know, over here you might have buying a property. Over here you might have saving, uh, you know, $10,000. So that is from one extreme to the next, but that word. Yeah, you put a house on a board, like, I'm going to have a house in 2023, okay? What are you doing to get the house? Right. You don't have yeah. those step-by-step instructions on that vision board. You just have a house. So with me, if I have the picture of the house and fire, I got to get on fire. I got to learn what, what I need to do and mm-hmm. make that happen. If I got to work on my credit, boom, 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 what I have to do. If I have to do what I have to do, boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. So, um. Again, it was a, it was a, I evolved to where I am now and it has been working for me. So with the vision board, again, I put things on it and it's like, okay, I didn't get this. I didn't get that. Definitely didn't get that. But then I asked myself the question, well, did you even try? What steps did you do? And then right. it's like, well, I didn't even try anything. That's probably why I didn't get it. So that's how I moved to having that word. But, um. I'm still evolving because I was part of a different type of, of of vision party for the year to help establish my steps for this year. So um, just a combination of things. I think if you can make it work for you is the key. So again, like 
resolutions don't work for me, but it might mm-hmm. work for somebody else because they are strong and disciplined in that area yeah. to do those things. So you kind of need to figure out what works for you and apply it. So if you set yourself, all of them is about making setting goals. So if you got a goal, you set a goal, what do, what are you going to do to make it happen and be accountable for yourself? Or you, if you need people to help you with it, you can ask for assistance. So as you discuss, some people, they have vision boards. I had a vision board last year. I haven't did one yet this year because I'm just not. Um, I think as we discuss, people um, get caught up with January the 1st. But you have to prepare yeah. yourself for the goal. So I'm yes. not ready because I got a lot of stuff going on emotionally that I need to get in line with whatever is to come. So if you want to do a vision board, it is good because it gives you a clear direction for, for where you want to go. And for the visual learners. Yes. For people that are visual learn- learners, that's right. And like you said, allow you to visualize your goals, what you want to achieve. So you can visually see them. And some people say as they see them, they feel them also. Or just by them being in their pre- presence, it's almost like the universe is receiving manifestation as it relates to them being in your presence. Um, and it's a constant reminder of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That word I was looking for was the value tagging. That's value. what value gotcha. tagging oh, is good. the word. Tell us and more. Like I, you operate on your beliefs and your values. Okay. So again, when you when you have that visual, I value that. So that's how mm. I'm going to live out that value. So again, like say being in the army, we have values that we teach civilians. That what we that's what we call y'all okay. um, to make them into soldiers, and they can come from any part of the world background. It does not matter if we instill these certain core values that you learn to operate and live, whether you're in uniform or out of uniform, based on those values. Mm -hmm. So that's what the the vision, when you have the vision board and you have a visual value tag and it makes it more important up to the front of your brain and you have to act accordingly because it's up present. So it's called value tag. Yeah, and that's what the research says. Vision boards help reprogram your mind, reprogram your brain. Wow. Yeah. And I think the last, um, well, one of the other, one, the third type of resolution or technique to get to um, ch- behavior change is changing that what you're going to do into maybe a little more spirituality. So looking within yourself, taking instead of saying, I'm going to do tangential or yeah, get structures or get ten do tasks that are tangential, different things of that nature. It's going to be, I'm going to do and feel differently within myself, sorry, spirituality. And so when go ahead. you say that, um we'll be interviewing um uh, Miss Jasmine and I say the, the vision party that she had was that spiritual journey. Yeah. Where you I don't even want to spoil it. Okay. You're gonna okay. have to tune in to, to next week with um she will be going through an actual um her and say I was a part of one with her on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it was that spiritual kind of like journey where you you making declarations, but again, um, you use your spirituality, you get it and you make those declarations. You mm-hmm. search the Bible, you you don't just put up a picture. You put the 
I'm going to use my word. You put the oh, fire mm-hmm. behind it on that, you know, based on your spirituality. So I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that interview with her. So please, please, please definitely join us on next week to hear that episode. I'm wow. excited. So as you said, it takes work. So it's not only just putting stuff down. You got to really connect the right things to it in order for it to be manifested. You can go to art gallery and look at a picture. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, meaning out of it. So mm-hmm. is that those steps to take to change? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies. All right, good job today. Good work. Good work. Well, like always, thank you everyone for joining in. Um, please, please, please. We look forward to you joining us next time as we further discuss New Year's resolutions, what that looks like, different techniques. Um, to give you guys some nuggets and food for thought. So until next time, take care of yourself so that we can take care of each other. Thank you so much for listening to Just Me Therapy podcast. If you are seeking further one-on-one diagnoses, interventions, and treatment plans, please consider scheduling an appointment with an individual counselor at Journeys Counseling Center located in Greensboro, North Carolina. Journeys can be reached at 336 294-1349. The mission of Just Me Therapy podcast is to use authentic conversations to uplift one's mind, body, and soul. The goal of Just Me Therapy is to offer affordable education and insight to individuals who experience financial barriers to accessing individualized behavioral health care services. With that being said, the information, including opinions, advice, and recommendations discussed in this podcast are intended for individual, informational, and educational purposes only. Such information is not intended to substitute the recommendations of your own licensed therapist or healthcare professional. Although we are licensed behavioral health professionals, we are not your licensed behavioral health professional. As a result, the advice mentioned on this podcast should not replace the recommendations offered by your own qualified health professional.